Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 44, 10 Reasons Why People Ghost and How You Can Move Past It. Michelle and I are going to talk about this topic and many other things. And now on to the show. Michelle, <laughs> you're like, what was that music? We're living in a material world. Well, the police spirits in the material world is off the album Ghosts in the Machine. Oh, and tonight, <clears throat> we're, and to tie that in, we're talking about ghosting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had, to, had, to, had to get there. Had to get there somehow. Oh, we have one listener. Welcome, Grace. Hopefully you stay on with us. And uh, welcome back. I'm here. Another. I haven't edited the podcast from last week, but I'll get to it uh, soon. And we will uh, get the ball rolling again. So, but yeah, today we're going to, this is Eric and Michelle from the What He Said, She Said podcast. And we talk about online dating and something that came up at a dinner party the other night was ghosting. Like, why do people ghost? Why do I get ghosted? Why do people just stop calling? You know, it seemed to be a prevalent uh, issue. Interesting. Yeah. I must have missed out on that conversation somehow. Well... I was talking to someone about online dating and it was like, and it, what seemed to come up every so often was like, you know, I'll meet someone we're, we're, we're connecting and then poof, they're gone. It's like, what's that all about? Yeah. What's that all about? And it's like, (laughs) well, don't really know. I think there is that, uh, that saying, uh, he, he just wasn't that into you. (laughs) Yeah. Or door number two opened up on the online dating platform and someone walked through it and they're like, well, hmm. That could well be. I think that this person's a little cooler than the other one I was going out with. Yeah. I don't know. There's There are literally a million different reasons why people ghost. I personally think because of the way technology is, I think it is extraordinarily easy to just like block someone's number and then just put them on, you know, put them on the back burner. It's always curious when someone kind of ghosts you though, and then all of a sudden they reappear. They reappear yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So I actually think there's a saying, uh, ghosting person, reappears let me there was a saying about that where is it oh when a, a ghosting when a ghosting person reappears hmm don't know what does it mean when someone keeps ghosting you Man, if you get ghosted by the same person multiple times that's that's terrible yeah well how many times does it take you to learn <laughs> exact well from that from one person you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, I always like when the people go, oh, I lost my phone and didn't have your number. I found it. Yeah. I found, I found an old phone that had your number in it. It's like, oh, okay. So it seems, it seems that ghosting 
has become more popular in the last decade with online dating becoming, I think, much more acceptable, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, a, it's an easy out just not to respond to somebody, right? Well, I think I, there was one article I read about ghosting, and then they said, you know, after you try to, you text and you call and you leave voicemails and and it's like no response is a response. Exactly. You know? Yeah, when someone doesn't respond, it's like mm, that. In a way, they're they're in a way they're telling you, mm, yep, yep, uh, yeah, I'm not really that into you. Uh, go ahead yeah. and move on. So yeah. So let's let's. Uh, we're going to talk Dive about in. the 10 reasons why people ghost and how you can move past it. I think I think the takeaway from this, without even re- having read the article yet, would be, <clears throat> especially with online dating, it's, you know, you like to say, oh, it's a numbers game. I I try not to think that way, but sometimes it totally is. And... If someone blows it with you and misses an opportunity to be with someone who's amazing, um, well, that's their their mistake. Yeah, you know their mistake. You know that they're the ones who they're the ones who are blowing it. Yeah, and, but it's like some people, uh, and this is the word I like to use. They just perseverate over this one, like. Like, it seemed like we, it seemed like we were a great couple. Like, why? Like, what did I, what did I do wrong? And it's like, and sometimes I don't even think you have to do anything wrong. No, it's just chemistry. Chemistry and timing sometimes. Absolutely. Timing is everything. It's like, you know, if you are perfectly happily divorced for five years and you meet someone and they are three months into their separation, which means they are one or two years away from their divorce. Sometimes it's just a bad timing thing. Yeah. Oh, what you doing over there? I'm, I'm reading my mail. I got I got a whole <laughs> stack of mail. You know, Bank of America <laughs> sent me a card. Okay, that's nice. You're pulling so. you're pulling to me. I'm pulling I'm pulling well, I I'm waiting for the uh, I'm waiting for the protein the protein powerhouse meal to come to come up. Oh, I, actually, I see, I see the I, I see Gary. Gary's out there. Ah, oh yeah, he just said, "Well, listen on my drive." Oh, um, and, and and the Fonkhauser. I did just um, whip out a uh, scoop uh-oh. of. <laughs> that's oh, that's, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> I just whipped out a little chicken soup that I made because I just got a little hungry. So no protein bar, but there is a little chicken soup. No protein bar, but we got the chicken soup. That's good. Hey, and if anybody is looking for good protein bars, they're running a sale right now. Um, I mean, it's not significant, but online, it's B-U-I-L-T.com. It's 10% off and they they might be doing, um, if you order so much, you get free shipping, too. Nice. I like it. Uh-oh. You muted yourself, Michelle. I wonder if she realizes she made, muted herself. Either that or she's having a sneezing fit. Don't know. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start the article while Michelle figures out her technical difficulties. My daughter just called me. Oh! So apparently... What did she she say? I I just had to try to figure out what was going on. (laughs) She's at LAX. Like, Mom, I need to get picked up. No. this This is an adult show. And so when I got picked up at LAX... I I I love traveling. I hate airports. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. You were cursing. 
Yeah, and I re I renamed LAX. It's LA fucking X. <laughs> LAFX. LAFX. It is LAF and X. Man, that airport wow. stinks. It is just one big ball of chaos. Agree. So, so okay, ten reasons why people ghost and how you can move past it. Moving past it, I think, is the most critical part of this intro more than anything because i think sometimes people will really feel that vibe with someone and they're thinking oh man this is like a really great catch and then poof casper the freaking friendly ghost man he vanishes on you got away and you're like what the heck happened there so okay i'm gonna start do you cringe when you hear the word ghosting how can you not, right? Ghosting is the absolute worst way to end a relationship, yet it continues to happen all the time. Why is that? First, let's take a look at what ghosting actually is. Basically, it's a disappearing act. A person will abruptly cut off all contact with someone, like a romantic partner, by no longer accepting or responding to phone calls, texts, etc. The term ghosting is incredibly accurate, since one day you could be texting constantly with someone and the next they vanish into thin air like a really inconsiderate ghost. Seriously, it's so rude. The dating <laughs> website Plenty of Fish, not one that I've ever used, conducted a survey that found 78% of single people on their site between the ages of 18 and 33 have been ghosted at least once. Even more shocking, they also found out that 23% of men and 16% of women have used a planned vacation to go someone they've been seeing at home. Wow. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Hold the press. They found 23% of men, 16% of women have a have used a planned vacation to go someone. I don't understand that. So they want to be completely unencumbered when they're off on Hawaii so they can so they can get their groove on. Oh, okay. So they ghost someone before they head out to to Maui for a week, and so they don't. So the phone's not ringing, so that uh, the little at the bar can be, uh, hey, I'm single. Ah, yeah, yeah I didn't it's, pick up on that. Yeah, it's okay. obviously not hard to tell if you're being ghosted. But did you know there are some warning signs you might be able to spot before it happens? Here are some signs. Here are some signs someone is about to go full Casper. I saw it. I love started it. laughing. Started laughing, laughing early. That. Their texts become less, less enthusiastic and less frequent. They have unfollowed <laughs> you on social media or removed you as a match on a dating app. That's a tell. They don't talk <laughs> about hanging out anymore. They seem distant when you're around them. They start to make you feel like you're bothering them. Oh. Yeah. So now that you know the definition and warning signs of ghosting, <laughs> let's dive into why people do it. While there's never a good excuse for ghosting, there are definitely some common reasons people resort to it. Here are the 10 reasons why people ghost and how you can move past it. Go ahead okay, with number one. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that a lot of these are why I signed up for a year. So you can ghost people? No, because oh. look, number one, dating stopped being a priority for them. Sometimes life gets in the way of dating, so it put gets put on the back burner. It happens. Happened a lot. Maybe they well, thought they were ready to year, date. After one year, man, I'm, I'd be I'd be just ready to put my eyeballs out. Yeah. Well, you know, on and off. It's not like you're on there consistently. Anyway. Maybe they thought they were ready to date, but work got crazy or family issues popped up. If there's anything significant going on to distract them from dating, they may just ghost you. I could totally see that unintentionally, but they just got involved in their own world slash happened to me, got involved in my own world, kind of forgot about it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Timing number two. Another good one that you just mentioned, if a person hasn't been dating someone very long, they might think they don't owe them an explanation for ending the relationship. Unfortunately, 
This usually results in ghosting. Along those lines, if two people sort of step back and don't talk as much for a while, it might be easier for one person to simply stop communicating altogether. If enough time goes by, they might think it's better to ghost rather than pick up the communication again for the sole purpose of ending the relationship. Yeah. Ti- and I timing, already talked about the third timing one. Can, timing <laughs> can be a brutal one. You know, the other night, uh, you know, I was talking to someone at the party. I won't say who the name is. And they had gone out on a third date with someone. And they are very much single. They are very much a catch. And then on date number three, homeboy goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go down and see my kids this weekend. She kindly goes, well, who are you going to stay with? And he goes, oh, I'm going to stay with my soon-to-be ex-wife, which means, A, he's not divorced. He's separated. And then she finds out he's been separated for seven years. Holy moly. Seven freaking years. Wow. Yeah, that's, see, I, I, I have to say that that kind of situation does exist. And I think that my ex, uh, we'll just sperm donor, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> he, that was really mean. I shouldn't have said that out loud. No, you can cut, no, you, you, can, got, you, got, you, got kids. you can cut that. You can cut that out when you I post can do it. That. Yeah, edit, edit, bleep, bleep. Anyway, um, I think he would have stayed married for sure. Whoops. I, 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 don't actually, know what I actually used to put this in my profile. I said, um, what did I say? I said, you say, I was married for 16 years, divorced for five. Emphasis on was. Mm. Please be divorced or single. If you've been separated for 10 years and just haven't found the time to get the official divorce, bite the bullet and get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, when you hear like, oh, I've been separated for a year. But when you hear, oh, I've been separated for 10 years, you're like, okay, uh, what? See, when I hear that, all I actually hear is either she's waiting for him or he's waiting for her to watch. Or they're both just too lazy to do it because it's a pain in the ass. No, one of them them is waiting. One of them is waiting for the other one to, like, wise up and, like, they'll see the error of their ways and they'll realize that I was such a catch. Yeah. And and it could be both of them. It Mm. could be both of them are, are waiting, you know? This number three is, I think, one of the big ones. Uh, Technology makes it easy. Dating apps are both a blessing and a curse. It's so convenient to meet someone online, but unfortunately, it's also convenient to ghost them online. Think about it. All you have to do is simply stop messaging someone, block them on social, and boom, problem solved. While technology makes it easy to ghost someone, it doesn't make it right. Yes. Technology has allowed for more convenient relationship health. Oh, this is a, an ad. Someone saying this is an ad for a thing called relish. Actually, you know, like the stuff that goes on your hot dog is <laughs> a relationship coaching app that gets you in touch with real experts. My God. I actually talked to someone the other day and what was the, they, they were doing online dating and then they, they had someone approach them for like a a dating coach, you know, you know, to help them, you know, get, you know, help them get better, better matches. Yeah. 2,500 bucks. Wow. They they wanted 2,500 bucks to basically find them some good dates. Well, I know it's expensive to do it that way. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I don't know what he paid. I'd have to ask. Actually, he might be a good one to have on. But he, uh, one of my clients from back east, he had um, paid somebody to help him find somebody. And he did. Um, yeah. And they're, they're together. So, 
kind of wow. crazy. Well, yeah, but it's it. I don't know. It seems like we've re- we've read a number of articles where people they almost seem opportunist. You know, they they, they almost they almost seem like they're more of an opportunist than anything. Yeah, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Could be, um, but you know they're you know. they're 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 focusing on these people that are having a hard time with online dating. And the reality is you can meet a large quantity of people through online dating apps. That is absolutely right. true. But if you get quality, a page- quality is a different, is a different thing altogether. Well, and that's probably what somebody like that does. They, they really narrow it down and vet, they probably vet the dates. You know what I mean? They, mm. they reach out and I mean, I've never, I've never known, um, I've never spoken to anybody about exactly how it works, but that's what I would imagine. Like they probably, it's like that, um, ghostwriter thing that we were reading about, right. you know, they kind of almost act as if, um, yeah, that was the one, the woman who was working as a ghostwriter where she would yeah. write your profile and things that like that, that still to me seems a little, uh, disingenuous mm. because you have someone who's a professional writer writing your profile. And then it's like, it's like a person when they're messaging you and they're emailing you and they're making those first points of contact, there's, it has a certain voice and tone about it. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, you flip the switch and say, okay, ghostwriter, go away. I've got this. It's like, it's going to have a very different feel to it. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't you you agree? I mean, it's just, it just seems, I don't know. That just seems kind of odd. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm going to go on to number four. Because this it. relates to the one that hasn't been posted yet. It's ingrained in their attachment style. Um, we talked about the four types of attachment styles in adults last week. Secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. Secure attachment aside, the rest are considered insecure attachment styles. When it comes to ghosting, those with an anxious or avoidant attachment style are more likely to do it. Why? Those who are anxious tend to feel insecure about their relationships, while those who are avoidant are uncomfortable with closeness and, and value their independence more than anything. Combine one of those attachment styles with the desire to end a relationship, and you have the perfect storm for ghosting. Yep. Makes sense, right? I did. Take Absolutely. the easy way out, man. Just don't answer. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Take the easy way out. Just don't answer. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when someone, when someone is, I mean, I'm going to make a little bit of a moral judgment when someone is dating you, I mean, for a long period of time, and then they just ghost you, that says something to you, that should say something to you about their moral compass. Yeah. You know, when you've gone out on maybe a few dates, and and you know that there's seeing a couple people and they're just not quite sure who they're going to be with and they ghost you. And eh, that's a, that's a whole different scenario. You yeah. Know, it, in a way it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, there's people that like to be out there and, and be, have two or three people on the hook, you know, yeah. and you want to be one of three or one of four, or do you want to be with someone in a committed relationship? And sometimes people's answer might surprise you and sometimes they'll say no I just I just want to have fun and if you're right. kind of in that phase of having fun then okay fine and you know that's then if someone goats you or blows you off it's it's like uh water you know water off your shoulder you know no biggie so but where are we number five yep yeah this is one that this is one that um a movie was made this one has happened to me. 
they're just not that into you. You probably heard it a million times, but if someone is into you, they will talk to you, plain and simple. A 2019 BuzzFeed poll backs this up with a whopping 81% of people saying the reason that they ghosted someone because they weren't that into them. Sure, there are much better ways to end a relationship. Unfortunately, if someone just isn't into you, they may not feel the need to give you an explanation as to why they're ending things. Yeah. So, you know, when when I went out with that one gal, I think when we got two or three dates, and then she started pulling the uh, you know the little the little sad sack. Oh, you're going bike ride. Oh, you 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 want to ride your bike board and you want to be with me? And it's like, uh, hmm, this is a sign. <laughs> yeah. This is a sign. It's like every time I go For on a sure. bike, every time I go on a bike ride, I'm going to be guilted. I'm going to be guilted because of it. And, and yeah. then I, I didn't ghost her. I called her up and then I, I pulled the ejection handle before it got any serious, it got kind of serious. It's just like, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, I think this, this number six is a big one. Um, I'll go ahead and read it. Number okay, six. Okay, go for it. There are too many options. Uh, when it comes to online dating, if you listen to any of our previous podcasts, I call this the grass is greener theory. So in the world of dating apps, it's easy to get overwhelmed with matches and messages. If someone is talking to multiple people at a time, <clears throat> it's common for someone they're not into to slip through the cracks. Maybe they were narrowing down their options and you weren't a top contender, so they cut you off. Or maybe the two of you didn't talk much at all and they didn't intentionally ghost you. They just picked up communication with matches that were more inter- that they were more interested in. I totally believe that. I think sometimes when people get on dating apps, especially maybe after a long relationship or a divorce or separation or they're widowed, yeah, it it just seems like you know you hear the, the proverbial kid in the candy store. There's just so many, so many matches out there that you just you're like, oh my god, this is incredible! Like, I can't believe how many people are out there swiping right on me. Well, yeah, for a lot of the women, there's some men I think that just swipe right on anyone. <laughs> yeah, sure, just to see. You know, hey, can they can they get some attention, right? I, I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of it is attention. <clears throat> like you and, want, and also, what is their intention when it comes to dating? Are they just looking for a piece? <laughs> a piece or, of what, Michelle? A piece of what? A piece of <laughs> um, you know. I know what. It's a booty. Piece you of want booty. The, oh, the booty. Oh, yeah. yes. The booty. But they're just yes. looking for a hookup. You Both know? he and she said that. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you want to do number That's seven? What? Yes, I would love to. They want to do avoid it. confrontation. This would be this would be up right up my alley. Instead of having a tough conversation, they take the easy route. Sure, it's the cowardly way out, but some people would rather seesaw communication instead of dealing with someone else's hurt feelings. In their mind, they figure they'll just stop talking to you and hope you get the hint. And obviously, there's no way you could miss such an aggressive hint. Um, Yeah, you know, there's. I think it really depends on the situation. Obviously, if you're in a longer-term kind of situation, I would hope, like you said earlier, uh, the chances of you actually ghosting somebody would be zero. But, you know, if you've been out with somebody four or five times and uh, they do something really stupid or just act like an asshole, it's like, do you, do you really owe them uh, the courtesy of being like, peace out, bro? Um yeah. I, I, I mean there's a couple things there's a couple things that I I always look for. Like A how well do they treat 
like waiters and waitresses? You know, do they right. do they do they treat them nicely, realizing <clears throat> that these people have a hard job? And how maniacal do they drive? If they drive like a maniac, that has some, that has a tell into their personality. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they're driving and they're always screaming at people, it's like, yeah, mm, yeah you're going to be on the other end of that screaming at some point. Well, I told you about that um, when I was at, at a, uh, it was probably the second date that I had been on with this person. And I put my stuff down. First of all, it was like a Saturday afternoon around three o'clock, but it was a nice day in, I think, April. <laughs> And yeah. um, when I put my stuff down, the waitress came over and the place was starting to fill up, but oh, nice. it was still really empty, but there was a larger party coming in, like maybe eight to 10 people. They were really close to where our table was. And the girl waitress came over and she goes, you know, do you mind if I take this chair? And I think my my jacket or my purse or something was on top of it. And I'm like, sure, no problem. So I just picked it up, put it over onto the chair next to it. Sure. And then about 10 minutes later, she comes back and she's like, do you mind if I take this chair as well? And like, he, he just, I, I don't know that he said it loud enough so that she could hear it or kind of under his breath. I heard it, but I felt bad. And he's like, oh yeah, we're not using it at all. Um, you know, can't, can't you see that or something ridiculous? There's, there's, um, you know, there's no other chairs that are available right now. It's like, there's only two of us sitting here. We don't need chairs. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why, that's why I think it was, um, maybe not that time. I think I went out with him one more time and then I was like, you know, just some of the comments about flying over the table. And he, he actually was um, separated, not divorced, still living with his, his wife. Um, they had a 12-year-old son, and the son had Tourette's. Oh, my God. And, uh, so he had a lot of issues with school. But I think this guy might have had Tourette's. He definitely was OCD for sure. Oh. Um, and then the next time I'm like, you know, I think – I think we're going to have to have some kind of date without any alcohol whatsoever so that my mind can get over the fact that you're really good looking <laughs> <laughs> and in great shape and that I can really focus on, okay, this dude's an asshole um, to, to really see. And then guess what? Lo and behold, he confirmed he was an asshole. So, and, and then I ghosted him. Was I'm he, like, I he, do not. Was he working? Was he working hard to keep the dick in? <laughs> Wait, what? The, the jerk, the jerk side of him subdued. Some oh, people do, some people I thought do you that. were talking about something else. Um, well, probably, no, no, not that, not that, not that, not that, yeah, not not what he said. No, I really do think that he was trying to be on his best behavior. Um, but yeah, he. I remember him talking about a meeting that he had at his son's school. And how he's like, oh, I was ready to fly over the across that table at those um, teachers and the um, the school staff, the ones that are making the decision on you know where my kid can or cannot go. And I'm like, oh, okay, we got some anger issues. Wow, so, couple that, red yeah. flags. Yeah, it's like I'm. I've actually had people on dates say, you know, say these words to me, and it's this is a, a form of projection. You know, they'll, they'll say something incorrectly or, or just, you know, a faux pas, and then they'll say, like, oh, don't get angry with me. And then I'll be like, mm, yeah, I, I, I don't, why would I get angry over that? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, and, and it's because, because in their marriage, or a relationship that they had before the person they, they were with had a very short trigger and they got irritated, angry, yelled at the slightest misstep. And yeah. I, could ne I could never imagine 
being in a relationship with someone where like they were just one comment away from just blowing up. Mm. I couldn't even yeah. imagine that. Yeah. I mean, really. And, and, and I know a lot of people deal with that in their relationships, you know, and, and sometimes, sometimes they're in these marriages or relationships and they've been in them for so long. So they've been in them for 20, 25 years. And then they're just like, you know, I've been in this relate. I've put so much into this relationship. It'd just be a shame to just kind of walk away. But the reality is, you know, for your own self-preservation, you do need to walk away. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I mean, it's like in a way that's what you did, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was self-preservation for you and your kids. Well, yeah. And you know, just after so many years, you know, you sit across the table from that person and ask yourself, mm, what? Can, can I, I stab this- him in the head with a fork? <laughs> can I do this for the rest of my life? Like, is this really what, how I want to live the, the rest of my life out with this person that yeah. I just, I have no connection with. We have nothing in common minus our, our children. Um, yeah, it's like you gotta, at some point you have to live your life for yourself. Um, and not be so worried about, you know, everybody else's opinions and, mm-hmm. um, how everybody else is going to react. Been there, done that. Exactly. And it, it wasn't good for, it wasn't good for anybody really. No, it's, it's not. And, you know, and, and when you're when you're you're on pins and needles all the time and and you hope that it's a situation when someone is in a relationship like that that there's not a you know a level of violence attached to it too but it's like the person with the short fuse i mean they're probably going to be the one person who's more likely than not to to strike out in anger Mm -hmm. and and, and a lot of times, this is a, the psychology 101 class, here you go. A lot of times they're doing it not because of what they did, but because of what they feel are their own failings. Yeah. You know. Yep. It's a level of projecting their failings upon another person. And then they're, they're foisting that blame on that other person. And, you know, it, it doesn't make that person you know, who you just yelled at or whatever, feel any better, but, you know, it's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, for sure. So number eight, they do it to protect themselves. Mm, I don't know about that. Sometimes a person will go someone in an attempt to save themselves from getting hurt. Mm. Maybe they were unexpectedly dumped in a past relationship, so they decide they're going to be the one to end things this time. Unfortunately, that usually results in ghosting. I think I think it's 50-50. Yeah, sometimes they're protecting themselves, but sometimes I think people want to be the dumper as opposed to the dumpy. Mm. Yeah. Or, well, or for sure, it's not fun to be dumped. Or they're in a situation that's headed down relationship alley and they're not wanting a relationship at all. So they just, they yank on that ejection handle and get the hell out of there before that even comes to fruition. Yeah. Too many, too many red flags popping up. Too many red flags. For sure. I mean, that's 100%. As soon as I saw the red flags with that one dude, I'm like, hmm. I'm oh, not... the, the drunk bill? No, no, that was, that was angry Tom. Tim and, <laughs> t- Tim and Tom? Angry Tom. <laughs> angry, oh, angry Tom. That's right. Drunk Bill, I was only, I only met him, well, I wasn't even drinking alcohol at the time. I had a club soda. Um, because I was he in drank that... like eight beers on his own. That's like an accomplishment. Exactly. And fast. Yeah, we just met out and it was the next day. Cause I had mentioned, I'm like, Oh, when we were talking about what we were going to do, 
I said, oh yeah, I'm gonna um, go to Sea Legs with my kids and, and one of my neighbors and the dogs tomorrow. And then next thing you know, there he was. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, you know, he, he just, I was like, as soon as I, that night, that first night that we were at Buffalo Wildlings and he's slamming these beers, I'm like, dude, that's like even more than my ex used to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Was it, was it, was it bordering on impressive or? Oh, yeah. And, and like, really, he didn't even, he, it didn't phase him at all. Like no word slurring, no, he was like totally, you could tell he was a good drinker. Wow. He was very good at it. He was hard. But he was the one that was also the ultra dude. So he used to do these crazy ultras. And sometimes that's what happens. Like, have you, well, you probably haven't, but growing up in the fitness industry, fitness people tend to play hard and they work really hard. They work out really hard, but they play almost even harder than they work. Mm. So you want to have a good time? Go hang around a a fitness um, conference. (laughs) They're probably more so like 30, like 20, 30, and 40-year-olds. Once you start hitting your 50s, things start to calm down. However, when I went back to speaker school in – October. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot of those guys were um, fitness people, and they were out till all hours in the in the morning. I'm like, nope, you know me. I'm like pumpkin. Can't do not it. my thing. Nope i i re- I require a lot of sleep, and I prefer my sleep versus partying. Yeah, so. sleep is good. I yep. got I got into I got into a, kind of a wild cycle when I was in. Um, Australia. Well, you're like a freaking vampire. I don't think you sleep. Well, I was sleeping in Australia because I was freaking tired. And Mm. it was, yeah, every, every night we would, we would go and we'd have dinner and then, you know, come back. And these were like 12, 14 hour days. And it was like nine or 10 o'clock. And I'd be like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) So tired. And it was also because we had to get up at, five o'clock the next morning plus you were riding i mean that's physically yeah demanding. i was riding on top of that that was that was yeah <laughs> that was uh a, that was a tough one yeah you know yeah. And that was that was a real t- that was a real tough one and it was just constant 12 14 hour days you know you know and everyone's like oh man it looks amazing yeah it is but it it was it was hard work yeah, yeah I'm it's not, not like lie. you were. I'm not gonna lie, it was hard. It was hard work. I just got the itinerary for Australia, and it's like we're only gonna have half as many people. Thank God. So we're only gonna have we're only gonna have 150 people this time. And wow. Yeah, and 312 people. That was a lot of damn people. That was yeah. a lot. That was a that lot is. of people. I wonder why they're so well. No, it's like the heat of the summer over there at that time, isn't it? Well, they're completely opposite they, of they us. Are, they are about, according to them, a month behind season-wise. So when we were there a month ago, we were supposed to be catching the end of spring and the beginning of summer. And it was still cold and kind of damp. And I've been looking at the temps lately, and the temps are starting to kick up a little bit. So they're seeing 80s. So by the time we get there in six or seven weeks, um, what would normally be the tail end of summer, we're probably going to catch the middle of summer. So it's probably going to be 80s 80s and 90s. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, in a way, you know, I don't have to bring all my, I don't have to bring all my rain gear with me, but yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be be tough, you know, so. And I wonder when you're by the coast, like, like here, if it's colder. It is. It is. And, and for the most part, 
we will always be by the coast for the main reason, you know, we're, we're on a cruise ship, mm. you know, so, you know, that, that, that's a positive, you know, that yeah, we're, sure. we're going to be on the coast a lot. Um, but you know, we'll see. Oh, wait, where, where were you? All right. Oh, we're on number nine, nine. They didn't feel safe. Ghosting isn't always the result of someone who doesn't care about another person. There are times when a person might not feel safe in the relationship, whether it's due to abuse or other toxic behaviors. In this case, someone might ghost them, but they're doing it out of necessity. Yeah, if somebody's been traumatized before, um, the uh, that could totally be um, a reason. Mm-hmm. But they just, they don't even want to let those thoughts and conversations come back into their, their lives and their heads, you know, or their hearts because, um, it just right. brings there's, up. Is there much. something in someone that you go out with online <clears throat> and it triggers you to a past relationship or a way you felt trust your gut hundred yep. percent. I will say 99 out of a hundred times, trust your gut, but you know, it's pretty much a hundred out of a hundred. If something is telling you that there's something not quite right with your date, yeah, trust yourself a hundred percent. And then the more they try to convince you that your gut is not right, that is the opposite of what should be. You should be trusting your gut a hundred percent. Yep, for sure. You know, because for when sure. you get, when you don't, that's when you kind of kick yourself and go, "Man, why didn't I? Why didn't I listen to myself?" Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So, oh, like number 10, I'll do it. Go. They didn't see it working out. In an interesting study by psychologist Jilly Friedman, PhD, it was discovered that people who had a strong belief in soulmates and the one were 60% more likely to ghost someone. (laughs) Wow. Wow. If someone doesn't believe the two of you are meant to be, uh, they might feel more justified in abruptly ending the relationship. The one I always like is, uh, oh, my God, you're my twin flame. You're my twin flame. I've been looking for you forever. My twin flame. <laughs> and it's like, you know, instead of putting, like, monikers on things, like, just just kind of allow things to happen in their in their normal process. You yeah. Know? So it's just, yeah. I also thought that that was kind of interesting. Is it when people, people were just, Oh, twin flame, this, that it's like, just, just allow things to happen. You don't have to put any pressure, you know, pressure or some golden moniker on someone that all well, the reason I'm with them is that they're my, they're my soulmate. It's like, wow. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And I met right, my soul. 10. I met my soulmate when I got the fifty percent off on Match.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's funny. It All was right, number ten. They didn't see it working out. Oh wait. No, I just said no, that. Sorry, you just read how that one. How, this is how to deal one. with how ghosting. How to deal with ghosting. Being ghosted can cause a lot of emotions. You might feel some- insecure. <laughs> That's what she said. You might feel insecure and start questioning yourself and what you did wrong rather than question the person who ghosted. It can also lead to sadness and symptoms of depression. It can be incredibly difficult to deal with ghosting since you're left without answers or closure. I mean... That is something that if you're putting yourself out there, you have a chance of getting shot down, right? 100%. So, I, mean, I mean, I got I, I, I look at it. I mean, you hear people have these stories of online dating. And, and this has happened to me in the past where, you know, I'll, I'll give someone my name and then they'll, they'll be like, you know, oh, or, I hope you're not a scammer. And it's like, well, no, I'm not. And then they'll do a, well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, they bring such a negative attitude. 
they bring such a negative attitude into it right off the get-go. You're just like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to be with someone who's, yeah, you may have gotten burned, but hey, guess what? That wasn't me. Yeah. You know? And and if you can't discern <clears throat> one human being from a next, it's like you just think everyone's out there to screw you. You know, not literally, but figuratively. But, and... It's like you shouldn't be doing online dating. You know, you kind of right. have to you kind of have to have an open perspective and hopefully be willing and able to allow people, you know, into your life to a point. I mean, that's if you're looking for a relationship. If you're just looking to have some fun, then that doesn't really matter. Exactly. You know, you're you're going to see them once or twice and that's that. And it's like, okay, <laughs> why Rinse, repeat, wash, next, next. Yeah, exactly. Next. You can't, you got to have a little bit of a, um, a tough skin. Oh, a lot of it. You do. All right, go and, ahead. And, and yeah, it, but it's also online dating. You, you have to be willing to put yourself out there, not just dip your toe in the water and go, gee, I hope I don't get hurt. I mean, you, in order in order to really meet some fantastic people, you have to be willing to allow yourself to be vulnerable to a certain point. You know, yeah. I mean, keep keep that vulnerability hidden until that opportunity presents itself. But you still have to be willing to be open and vulnerable in order to meet some great people. Exactly. Exactly. You know? All right. And and you make got- sure you're divorced. <laughs> Not or, or at least very close. Yeah. Well, at least very close to it. All yeah. right. Go ahead. You got, I got uh, 13, 12 minutes. Mine says <laughs> nine. Oh, don't chase them. Oh, oh, oh is that because you're 715? You're, you're out? Yes. Yes. Oh, if you've been ghosted, there are pretty good odds they aren't coming back. Don't make excuses for them. They weren't busy or simply forgot to respond. If they're interested, they will contact you. So hide the phone, block them on social, and do whatever it takes to stop yourself from reaching out. Remember, they didn't feel like you were deserving of an explanation for the breakup. So leave that ghost where it belongs in the past. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll do this next one too. It's okay to feel okay. hurt. Ghosting is really hurtful. Oh, my cat's doing something crazy. You're allowed Wait. to feel completely bummed out about it. Ghosting can make you feel confused, angry, sad, and helpless. How can someone just stop talking to you so easily? How can they do that and not offer an explanation? Ghosting causes a flood of mixed emotions after it happened. It's a form of silent treatment, which mental health professionals have described as emotional cruelty. Essentially, you feel powerless. You don't know how to make sense of anything and are hurt. You don't have an opportunity to express your feelings to that person. Bottom line, let yourself feel whatever you need to feel before trying to move past it. Agree. I agree. It's oh, Michelle's that. eating. No, I was chewing on a. I was chewing on a um, uh, cough drop. Anyway, yeah, I, I noticed post, that you. I noticed you've been sucking on a cough drop. <laughs> I have been sucking on a cough drop. No, I had to mute myself because Daisy started barking. All right, oh, indulge in a lot of self. We didn't get our. We didn't get our requisite Daisy uh, <laughs> encounter. You missed it. You got to hear me cough instead. Yeah. The Michelle, period... Michelle had uh, had the COVID and uh, she's she's got the linger. Oh, I got the linger. All right. Antibiotics done too. Anyway, oh. we'll see what happens tomorrow. The period following a ghosting is a perfect time to practice some much needed self-care. Start a new exercise routine, journal your feelings, spend time with people you love, or pick up a new hobby. Do things that make you happy. The more you invest in self-care, the more your ghost becomes a distant memory. At the end of the day, the ghoster is the one to blame. It's not your fault. Being ghosted is in no way a reflection of your worthiness or value as a person or partner. Your ghoster didn't treat you with the dignity and respect you deserve. In all reality, Eric, are you eating nuts? 
You completely dodged a bullet. No, you're not eating my nuts. <laughs> if someone is able to disappear without saying a word, a healthy relationship quietly. probably wasn't in the cards anyway. Hold your head high. Remember, remind yourself that they are the problem and tell yourself you're better off without them. The perfect person is out there. And when you find them, the last thing they'll want to do is disappear. Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. Agreed. I mean... I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've I've ghosted people before. The one, if you go to if you go to our Apple podcast feedback, the one crazy lady who went off on me. I more or less, I only I only had one phone conversation <laughs> with her. Yeah, she ne- was crazy. Never went out with her. One phone conversation, and then it was a situation. It was a situation um, a ways back where my uncle. Uh, my uncle who lived here was sick and, you know, he, he had an infection and he ended up losing his leg and it was this, this whole to do. And I, I think I basically said to her to the effect of like, well, sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah. And, you, know, she was, you know, she was like, I thought you were going to call me and you didn't call me. And I'm like, well, sometimes life gets in the way. Well, you know, it did. Life got in the way. Yeah. You know, I had, had family stuff to deal with as opposed to some woman who I've only had one phone conversation with. And then she goes a year later, goes on some crazed diatribe, you know, and it's like, and the, here's the weirdest part. She still pseudo stalks me on Instagram and she'll like my picture. Still. It's bizarro, man. Psycho. She's a psycho. And, and she was a friend of one of my childhood friends. And that, really? Yeah, because it was one of these things where I, I asked her, I go, well, how do you know Helen Shafron? And she was, and they ended up, they were like college sorority sisters or something. And she's like, well, how do you know Helen? And I was like, well, I've known Helen since I was five years old. <laughs> you know, we, wow. grew up, we grew up two blocks away from each other, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And, and Helen was kind of cool because her dad was an actor. You know. Oh. Yeah, he was an actor. He was he it was cool. Wait, the yeah. Helen that I know? No, you don't know her. Oh. She lives Helen lives up in Oregon now. Gotcha. No, she's my child Helen Baca is not my childhood friend. Okay. Well, I've, only known, I've only known Helen about five or six years. So, That's more than me. Exactly. But we had a lovely time at Maria's house for Christmas. Yes, we did. And we decided that when you are gone, Maria is going to be the stand-in for Eric. So that should be quite hilarious. What does that mean? Oh, oh, you mean on the podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, huh, what? She's going to stand yeah. in for me. She's going to stand in for you on when you're off, when you're off down under. I'm going, I'm going to. Playing just, with the kangaroos. I got, I got my I got my itinerary. I was like, I am flying into Hobart. Wait, are you doing the same routes? Don't know. Well, hopefully, hopefully you can create a better route sheet. No, that's the route sheet, man. Yeah, but are are you are you? I'm not the one making that crazy route sheet. I know. I'm just saying when you go do the ride, I hope. I hope you're using your Strava so that you can save them. Yeah, well, I have to. It was it was complicated because I was off the boat. My Garmin we're was off the boat, off, all right. Well, because I was off the boat, I didn't have my Garmin to get the upload, so I had to use my phone on Ride with GPS to get the routes, as opposed to getting it uploaded onto my Garmin. It was complicated. Well, I'm hoping I'm sure you'll figure it out. I'm hoping this whole time I'm on the boat. I think I am. I don't think they're going to be short drivers this time. Well, I think last time it was just 312 people and we only had 12 staff members. So wait, wait, wait. So are you going to the same place or is it different? We're not starting in Sydney. We're starting in Hobart. And Hobart was where we were day four. FYI, under two minutes. Yeah. Uh, so our pre-tour is February 1st and 2nd. 
I think I'm flying in on the 31st. Gotcha. And then the tour starts on the 3rd. Um, the Embark is the 3rd. Then for 10 days. And then I should be home. I'm hoping that I'm home by February... Um, February 11th or 12th? Because I think there's a concert in Long Beach that I want to go to. <laughs> so, there's a... Yeah, there's a concert. There's a concert series in Long Beach that I want to go to. So, all right, we got we got to count it down now. Count it down. Do a count it down. Dance, make a little. Love, are you gonna play some? Are you playing some the, extra music? Some extra. Oh my god, I got I got I got pressure. So so what are we gonna? What kind of music are we gonna do? Um, Unchained Melody. <laughs> What? No. Unchained Melody from no Ghost. Way. No, we can't do that. What? It. What's another song from Ghost? Oh, I got one. Hi. <laughs> okay, what does that have to do with ghosting? Nothing. Play that funky. Me- oh, we lost Michelle. She's gone. Will she come back? We don't know. Well, oh, there she is. She came back. Make sure one. I'm only coming back to say goodbye. Well, you right. gotta look. well it, it's, a, it's kind of a joke. See, play that funky music, white boy. Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> or white girl. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. It's in, me a hot and singing and moving to All right. the groove. And All right. I'm went. out. Peace out. Peace hey, out. So are you, I know that they're planning a ride on Thursday or, or Friday. I can do Thursday. I can't do Friday because we have... Our Christmas party on Friday, so Saturday morning. I mean, I know a lot of people have stuff on New Year or Christmas Eve, but Saturday morning is supposed to be like seventy-two. Ooh, yeah, nice. No kidding. Totally, totally ready for. I don't know. I might. I might hike. I might hike on that day. Yeah. Yeah. If I can get my my um, kids to go. Oh, get your button gear. Possibly. Oh my god! I Possibly. just got a I just got a WhatsApp. I just got a WhatsApp from the the group. Oh my goodness! It's starting again. What group? Australia. Oh. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go. And play the funky music, white boy. Something like that. <laughs> I hope you feel better because it's, I, uh, you know, no good. No good being nah, sick. I'll get there. We'll and you're, supposed, the to be, you're supposed to be the epitome of health. I normally am. That's why this is so frustrating. But I think exactly. it's because I'll be like, I'll be doing nothing. And then I, I, get, I get ants in my pants and I got to go do something. And then. Something happens where I push myself a little too hard, and and then it pulls me back. If I would have just planted my butt on the couch for a week, I probably would have been okay. But I just honestly, my the old, the old, <clears throat> just rest. That one is yeah, the not, worst, man. I'm not really good. I'm not a really good rester. I'm terrible. I am terrible at that. I only like to rest when it's nine o'clock to six o'clock the next day or five o'clock the next day. That's when I'm resting. Mm. Yeah. So, all right. Ne- I'm going to peace ne- out. Never good with it. Never good. Have so. a good evening and we'll, we'll plan on this next Monday. Yes, darling. All right. Ciao okay, for love. now. Ciao for now. Love you. Right, bye. Bye. Oops.
That was Eric and Michelle with the What He Said, She Said podcast. And today we had episode 44, The 10 Reasons Why People Ghost and How to Move Past It. I think when someone ghosts you, regardless of how hard it is, move forward. You know, that person has in some way, shape, or form put you on the back burner. And I think that is a tell for you to move forward in your life. So hopefully you learned something from it. And we will talk to you all next Monday. Good night. Well, that was an interesting episode. Episode 44, we were talking about ghosting and the 10 reasons why people ghost these days with online dating. Once again, this is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach. I've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my R3 method with personal training in 2020. I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and postmenopause. Until perimenopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female, focusing on all areas of health. A long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone. Restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Michelle with one L, M Fitness. Or go to my website at www.mfitnessforlife.com.